The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Take-Two Healthcare. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. Good, good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Van Merkel again. And we are live this Saturday. I'm doing it remotely. They've got the uh, studio locked down. And so uh, all of us uh, ask experts are doing this uh, from home. And I'm on my cell phone right now. I'm in my office, and we are talking about the uh, corona, SARS virus, and things that you can do. And uh, it's been interesting that since we've had this coronavirus, I've not heard anything about flu shots. I'm going to talk about flu shots here in just a second. And is there a connection between the coronavirus and flu virus? And uh, But after the break, I'm going to talk about specific things you can do to boost your immune system, to optimize your health. Um, vitamins you can take to just give your body every opportunity it can to stay as healthy as possible. And there's some things that we're doing, and we have a lot of patients are using it, and I'm going to give you specific instructions and things to do and ways you can strengthen your immune system. I want to talk to you briefly here, and I mentioned it last week, about the flu shot. And... Here's the question. Is it possible getting a flu shot makes you more susceptible to the coronavirus and the COVID-19? Now, why do we say that? This was this article is um, the title. It's in a journal homepage, a vaccine. Contents available at Science Direct. And the uh, title is Influenza Vaccination and Respiratory Virus Interference. Virus interference among Department of Defense personnel during the 2017-2018 influenza season. This is written by Greg Wolf, Armed Forces Health Surveillance Branch Air Force Satellite at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio. Does that place sound familiar, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio? Yeah, it's right here in Dayton. I'm, I'm saying that because I know there's some people listening online, and uh, they may be listening all over the world, and they don't know that Wright Patterson Air Force Base is right here in Ohio. And the purpose of the study was to uh, purpose receiving influenza vaccine may increase the risk of risk of other respiratory viruses, a phenomenon known as virus interference, and. Um, so the, the basic thing here on the on the we'll get we'll skip right down to the results. Examining vaccine interference by specific respiratory virus, basically if you give somebody a flu shot, does it interfere with your body's ability to fight other viruses? And vaccine derived virus interference, let me say it again, vaccine-derived virus interference was significantly associated with coronavirus and human metanumovirus. So what they're saying is the flu virus, which is what was being tested here, was significantly associated with coronavirus. Now, this was back, this was, let's see, the articles received June 20, 2019, revised, September 30th, 2019, accepted October 1st, 2019. 
And so let me say it again. They were studying the flu vaccine to see if it caused virus interference. And, this, and they state specifically that virus interference was significantly associated with coronavirus and human metapneumovirus. Is that earth shattering or what? Are you more worried about the flu virus or coronavirus? And now we see that all these times, I wonder how many people that are getting sick, maybe getting really sick and dying, had the flu shot. We never hear about that. We don't hear anything about that. I hear of doctors who are getting sick and they say they don't smoke cigarettes, but they're not saying if they got a flu shot and they worked the hospital, what do you bet? You think they got a flu shot? More than likely. If medical personnel are getting, the, are getting this virus, do you think they've had a flu shot? Everyone. I wonder how many people in the United States are getting the COVID-19 disease, getting very, very sick, that had the flu, that did not have the flu shot. Well, who gets most shots? Well, medical personnel, obviously. In fact, if you're working in a hospital, you're almost mandated. You are required to get a flu shot to work in a hospital, in a nursing home. And how many people in a nursing home have gotten their flu shot? Probably all of them. And now we know that, okay, maybe, and we're not even sure the flu shot works that much, but now to know that the flu virus vaccine makes you more susceptible to coronavirus. Wow. I've told you for years that your body's immune system can make whatever it needs. It's the best chemical factory around. It can make whatever it needs if it's healthy. And healthy people don't need flu shots. My mother is 88, going on 89, and has never had a flu shot and has never been very sick at all. She takes, she takes one little blood pressure pill a day, and that's it. Never had a flu shot, no pneumonia shot, none of those shots, um, no shingle shot, and her friends think she's crazy, but she's healthier than any of them. You think there's a correlation. Now, when we come back from this break, I'm going to talk about some specific things you can do, vitamins, etc., to help you stay healthy. You're listening to Dr. Merkel at Take Two Healthcare. We'll be right back after this. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And we're back. This is Dr. Merkel at Take-Two Healthcare. It's great to be with you today. And uh, we are uh, live right now. We had a little technical difficulty, but we are up and running. And uh, it obviously it is uh, still the Crovis things happening. And uh, um, I'm, I'm making just a little modification here uh, to my equipment. And uh, okay. Um, basically, I want to review some things we talked about last week. We had a lot of people contact us about uh, what we can do. There's a lot of stuff out there to scare us, and, and I'm not saying it's not warranted or justified, but I want us to do things that we can do um, on a regular, ongoing basis uh, to improve our health. Now, just, just some ideas here, uh, just to help you be aware that signs and symptoms of the COVID virus may not appear for two to 14 days after being exposed. Two to 14 days. And... About 18 to 20% of people never get symptoms. 
So there's a lot of people that have it and don't have any symptoms. I have a buddy who's got COVID. He's from New Jersey. And he got a pretty pretty good case of it. He's recovering now. And uh, he's a little bit younger than I am. His wife's got a cough. And he's pretty sure she's got it too. And his son has no symptoms. His son's probably 20 right now. And so that's the way it goes. Younger people may have no symptoms. I would bet he's carrying it. And he's been exposed to it. Obviously, he's been exposed to it. Uh, but uh, this uh, patient has uh, is a little bit older than his wife, and uh, he's got some. He's on some medications, and so those things right there. I think uh, it, uh, getting the COVID virus is a result of how healthy you are. And if you're healthy, your odds of getting the virus decline significantly. And that is what we're trying to do here is can we do things to optimize our health? Now, one thing I talked about yesterday, I know I got just a short time here, sunshine. Sunshine is critical. And uh, we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about how much sunshine or how much vitamin D you should be taking and other vitamins that you need, as well as we're going to talk about silver here in just a minute. Uh, but right now, you're listening to Dr. Merkel at Take Two Healthcare. We'll be right back after this break. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Back. This is Dr. Van Merkel with Take Two Healthcare. It's good to be with you today. And uh, we got, we're going to go right into the what we need to be doing. Um, vitamin D. And on a study I'm looking at now, it says vitamin D is basically critical in survival in intensive care unit patients with acute respiratory distress syndrome. So if it's that important and needed for people with acute respiratory distress syndrome, how important would it be for regular people to take it on a regular basis? Could it keep us from having severe respiratory problems. And that's what the team is showing that vitamin D is uh, just phenomenal. There's been there's several studies, international team of authors concluded vitamin D supplementation is safe and it protects against respiratory tract infections such as flu as well as COVID-19. So uh, now what they found out is you need to take vitamin D every day or get vitamin D every day. Now, it's hard to get out today and get much vitamin D because it's kind of cloudy and cold out. But I know vitamin D is probably a little tough to get at the uh, at the health food stores and things like that. They're probably sold out, but go and check and find it. If you have to get a product that's got a couple other things with it, do that. But I'd recommend that virtually uh, any adult, uh, 120 pounds heavier, take at least 5,000 international units a day. Uh, the patient in New Jersey, he was selling 20,000 units a day for about the first week. And uh, when he started taking that 20,000, his fever reduced, stayed below 100, and his cough improved. So if you're feeling symptoms, take 20,000. Now, I have a sheet here that's got the dosages you should be taking, a, a vitamin protocol, supplement protocol. Some of these may be difficult to get, especially uh, zinc lozenges and vitamin D. But our clinic right now has SBN curcumin complex. Curcumin turmeric is a natural antiviral, which is good for COVID-19 to boost your immune system. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that curcumin, this SBNCC complex will cure uh, COVID virus. There is no cure for COVID virus right now. None whatsoever, except you. 
your body. Why did that the uh, the man get COVID, but his son didn't? Because his son's immune system is stronger. And that's the key to everything is to have a strong, healthy immune system. So what can you do to boost your immune system or to optimize it? Vitamin D. And if you're under 120 pounds, you could probably take 5,000 international units a day for a couple of weeks with no problem. If you're younger than that, if you're, if you're uh, like under 60 pounds, you can probably go down to 2,000 for a couple of weeks without any harm at all. Because I've been doing lab tests on people for over 30 years. And I and I'm bet my staff will tell you, because they read, they read the, the blood work, they see the blood work too, that probably 90 to 95% of everybody that gets tested, even supposedly healthy people, are low in vitamin D. And now, as I just shared with you, vitamin D is crucial in taking care of respiratory infections like the flu, COVID, corona, these type of things. So easy. Why not do it? Interesting thing is MedPage, where I got this article, does not endorse vitamin D supplements. Well, of course not, because they're part of the medical community who doesn't promote nutrients and vitamins and natural therapies. How ridiculous. But there's a whole protocol on lorsidin, uh, curcumin complex you should take. Just a little brief thing here. I know my time's going to zip by really quick here. Um, if you got a flu shot, let me pull up that article here. And uh, the flu shot, here it is. Studies show those who received a seasonal flu shot were 36% more likely to contract coronavirus. And that study was done, uh, reported at the Armed Health, Armed Forces Health Surveillance Branch Air Force Satellite at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Huh, that's it. Wright-Patterson Air Force? Yeah, right here. Um, the vaccine may increase the risk of other respiratory, the flu vaccine may increase the risk of other respiratory vaccines, a phenomenon known as vaccine vi uh, viral interference. When you give a vaccine, it interferes with your body's ability to fight other viruses that it normally would have been able to do successfully. But the flu shot wrecked your body's mechanism to kill off other maybe non-serious flus because you took a flu shot that wrecked the immune system. And a vaccine interference uh, or vaccine-derived virus interfluence was significantly associated with coronavirus as well as uh, other uh, uh, pneumonia viruses. So better think twice about getting your flu shot next year. Now, I know they're talking about the coronavirus vaccine. Okay, coronavirus vaccine. Well, let's see. I'm just going to read some things here. Uh, it'll be at least you before the vaccine comes down. It's going to be, they're going to use limited human trials. And um, that's shorter than the usual 15 to 20 years it normally takes to get an experimental vaccine to the market. Fast tracking it has considerable risk. It might be ineffective. Uh, just like the common flu virus, the flu vaccine is often just totally worthless or ineffective. Or here's even worse. It might cause serious side effects, as was the case with a fast-tracked H1N1 swine flu vaccine in 2009. In 2009, and uh, um, it has caused many serious problems, uh, the H1N1 swine flu vaccine. So the thing is, 80% of the people poof right through it, no problem. And only about 2% actually die from it. That who get sick enough to get tested die from it. So get healthy, people. If we get if we weather this, start 
doing things right, getting more vitamin E, get a blood test like we do at our clinic, take two healthcare and uh, get yourself tested to see, are there any nutrients, any other nutrients or vitamins you're missing? Because that may be the key. We got your vitamin D, but you're low in vitamin B12 or you're low in magnesium or you're low in fish oils, all which are important in having a healthy body, healthy immune system. So uh, a couple of things. Um, so again, think twice about getting a flu shot next year. I've never had one. My mother, 88 years old, has never had one, never got the flu. Um, I had a patient tell me just this week that they got one last fall and they said they had never gotten so sick as they did after getting the flu shot. And then you hear the, the, the medical community say, oh, they would have gotten it worse if they hadn't had a flu shot. No, they probably wouldn't have gotten it if they hadn't gotten a flu shot, but it was the virus diversion that, that they talked about. The vaccine may, may take, may, may, might help one little flu, but there's a whole 100 or 200 others that now it makes you more susceptible to. And one of the uh, respiratory viruses that it makes you more susceptible to is the coronavirus. So I would say no to future flu shots. And we probably aren't even going to need a vaccine. So is it smart to start a vaccine for something that is so mild? And uh, But fear surrounding these uh, pandemics uh, is, is uh, good for testing grounds. And uh, so there's some other things about that uh, that I can talk about, but I want to talk about copper is a, is a heavy metal that kills viruses, copper. And the SARS uh, COVID-2 virus, uh, the virus was gone after four hours. In fact, virtually uh, the, the copper kills everything, kills viruses, bacteria, everything. And um, uh, these things only last four hours, but you know, or you've heard that the, the uh, COVID virus can stick, can live up to three days on plastic, stainless steel, and other surfaces. But copper kills it. That's why a lot of a lot of public um, places, uh, the train, the uh, rails, not the rails, but the handrails in uh, the train station in New York are mostly copper to kill bacteria and viruses. So copper can do it dry. Now another one that is very good at killing viruses and bacteria is colloidal silver. Silver spray, now I talked about this last week, silver spray is also effective. However, silver has to be in liquid form. Copper can be dry and stuff can land on copper and it will kill it. Silver has to be in a liquid medium. It's gotta be in a spray. And now I always keep some, some of this spray, it's a nasal spray um, for, for cuts, scrapes, external use. I don't take it orally, but when people have a cut or scrape, you can use the uh, antibiotic bacterial cream and all that stuff. But even stronger is colloidal silver, which kills everything. And so colloidal silver is great for scrapes, scratches, things like that. But I'm also using it and recommending people take it for coronavirus. And so I've got a bottle right here and you can go online and see it. Uh, you can go to Amazon or things like that. And they've got uh, a a few different brands and this is sovereign silver i think i had it up on the uh oh you guys can look it up online there are several different ones and i i, I just bought three so i know they got plenty of them and it comes a little aerosol and uh when you i don't know if you hear that when you spray it it uh it shoots up now 
the way I take this for, I do this about three or four times a day. I take it, stick it way up my nose as far as I can, and then you push down on it and it aerosols, it sprays it out. At the same time, I'm breathing in deeply, very deeply to get that, this spray up into my sinus cavities as far as possible. And so I give it two or three shots. Then I'm going to do the other nostril, two or three shots. Now, here's what it's going to, here's what it's going to sound like. You're going to put up your nose, then you're going to give it a couple of shots. When you do that, you breathe in deep and you hold it in. And then what I probably do is lay on my back. Okay, I'll let it take off my nose um, so I don't sound weird. But I lay on my back for a few seconds, for maybe two or three minutes, just to let that settle in. Because I'm up, the gravity is going to pull it down. But I'm just going to lay on my back with my head tipped back for maybe two, three, or four minutes and just let that there because it does kill viruses, bacteria, and, and other stuff on contact. And so I want that back there. Now, before I do that, even if I don't have any science or anything, I will blow my nose as hard as possible. Just make, I make sure I get all the crap that's in there out. So when I spray it, I got surfaces that are ready to be clean. So you want to get the bulk of it out by, you know, blowing your nose hard and whatever else and then spray it up there. But I do that three or four times a day. Again, spray it up. And when you spray it, same time, breathe in real three, obviously through your nose. And then, uh, and then you're just going to um, slowly let it out or let your air out, but hold it in there as long as you can. And you will do much better. Say we have to take a break now. And um, we're going to talk about some other things that you can do that's going to help you be healthier. And you are listening right now to Dr. Van Merkel at Take Two Healthcare. We'll be right back after this. the expert weekend on the miami valley radio station with breaking news weather and traffic 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk and we are back this is dr merkel at take two Healthcare. our office number is 433-3241 433-3241 we have a website take two Healthcare. there you can get the um see the protocol that's recommended and some other things for uh for uh, to be healthier uh, taking vitamins and optimizing your health. Again, we don't have a cure for COVID, the corona, the flu virus. What we do is get your body healthier. Now, I'm going to hit just briefly the vaccine again. I know that everybody is hoping for a vaccine, but fast-tracking vaccines is risky business. And um, this is from a Reuters article. Studies have suggested that coronavirus vaccines carry the risk of what is known as vaccine enhancement, where instead of protecting against infection, the vaccine can actually make the disease worse when a person is vaccinated with the virus. It's like, how many people have I talked to in my life career that got worse after they took the flu shot? They got the flu worse than ever after the flu shot. And so is it possible that the coronavirus is going to accelerate the disease in some people? As reported in Reuters, some vaccinated animals got sicker than unvaccinated animals when exposed to the virus. Wow. Read that again. Some vaccinated animals got sicker than unvaccinated animals when exposed to the virus. So why don't you do what you can to get your body healthy, to get off the drugs? Clean up your diet. Now that you're eating at home more, eat better. Eat healthier food, eat salads and grilled chicken and these kind of things. 
Yeah, optimize your health, get healthier. That is the best way that's going to be better than any vaccine you can ever imagine is if your body's healthier. Because the people who are dying aren't healthy people. I know we hear about frontline workers are getting hit, the doctors and nurses and police officers and things are getting hit. Well, guess what? They're unhealthy as all the rest of the population. And I don't care if they're wearing masks and everything else. If you're getting exposed to it and you're sick, there's going to be potentially dire consequences. Just because you're a doctor doesn't make you immune. It doesn't mean you're any healthier. In fact, look at the doctors. Then when I look on TV and I see how obese they are, how overweight, and if they're uh, overweight and obese, they're probably diabetic. They probably got breathing problems, heart problems, and they're on medications for it. All of those are bad things if you're exposed to coronavirus. All of those suppress your immune system. So once you start doing some things to get it cleaned up, if you want some help with that, that's what we do at our clinic, take2healthcare.com. Our goal, our mission, our purpose is to help you get healthier. And a healthy body is able to fight off virtually anything. So I want to go over it again. Okay, first of all, do the obvious, wear a mask. Now I'm out a lot. I got a mask I put on when I go to stores, things like that. A lot of people aren't. I'm not saying yay or nay, but I think I think wearing a mask, it has many benefits. One, it keeps you from spewing your germs out to everybody. I think that's the main thing. It, it Because if there's a distance, they're going to drop like six feet. They're going to drop to the ground before you ever get to it. So wearing a mask is just nice to everybody around you. You're not spewing your germs everywhere. And when they wear a mask, it's protecting you. So I wear a mask to protect you. You wear a mask to protect me. The other thing I like about a mask is it keeps you from touching your face. People just naturally push, touch their face, uh, their eyes, they're scratching their eyes, you know, they put their fingers on their lips, things like that. And I think a mask helps to reduce exposure by, by keeping your hands out of your mouth and uh, off your face. So I think those are the main things for it. Now, any mask is better than no mask, even putting a shirt and they got some things on uh, the internet where you can cut a t-shirt and make a little mask. Okay, it's not going to be 100% like the 95 uh, masks are, but any is better than nothing. They said even a cotton t-shirt over your face reduces uh, viruses being spread, being breathed in by over 50%. So the idea of these masks in things is not that you're never going to get exposed to it, but the bulk is going to be. Instead of being exposed to 100 units, by using a t-shirt or a mask, you might only be exposed to 30, maybe only 10 with some different things. And your body can handle 10 just fine. But if you blast it with 100, that could be over overwhelming. Now, <laughs> excuse me, I'm getting choked up over this. But if you'll take the visor recommended, vitamin D, squirt some uh, uh, silver up your nose, eat healthier, uh, like I said, get vitamin D, come in and get some SBN, CC, or curcumin with ginger, turmeric, bioflavonoids, and vitamin C. All of those are antiviral. And uh, we've got plenty. And nice thing about it is we can send it to, if you need tested, we can send to the lab. And uh, you'll be the only one going in. They have safe procedures as LabCorp or Quest. Uh, we'll, we'll do the blood for you safely. And we can get the lab test then sent to our clinic. A report is generated and we can do a phone consult right over the phone without you ever stepping in the office. We can do initial consult, see what, see what testing we need to be do, need to be done. We can order the testing, send their requisition to the uh, facility, uh, draw center, 
without you ever stepping into an office. So it's pretty easy with technology today to get the testing. If you need vitamins, supplements, our clinic will walk them out to you. You don't have to get out of your car. There's a phone number on the door that, okay, call this number and they'll take your order. They'll write it down and send it and uh, walk it out to you. Now, I got to tell you, our clinic does have limited hours right now. Our clinic is open 9 to 12, 9 to 12. The doors are locked. So you have to knock on the door to come in. Uh, you'll see our doctors are in masks, our staff are in masks. We're doing what we can to reduce the exposure to our patients that we see. I don't believe that we have it, but we may. But we're still going to protect the patients that we have by having our staff and our doctors wear masks all the time until the situation is over. And we do ask some people to come in, if you are going to be coming into the clinic, that you wear masks too to protect, protect, protect other people. And I think we'll get through this thing pretty quick. Now, I know that this is uh, rather stressful being at home, but be nice, be kind. This will be over before you know it. Just like the SARS and some of the other, other flus that, that hit us years and years ago when it got warmer. We know these viruses don't like heat. So get out in the sunshine, exercise a little bit, um, drink some warm water, warm tea uh, throughout the day and help warm your mouth up and flush those bacteria down your throat into your stomach. All viruses and things are gonna be killed when they go to your, to your stomach. So take some sips of water, uh, warm water is good to help fight the virus. Say it is time for me to go. And uh, we have information on our website, take2healthcare.com that can help you this season of the coronavirus. It's great to be with you. I'm Dr. Van Merkel, Dr. of Chiropractic, Board Certified in Clinical Nutrition. Do something today to be healthier than you were last year. Take a walk, get some vitamin D, take some silver up your nose, take some SVNCC. And uh, by the way, turn on your computer and watch a church service uh, today uh, and have a good day. Goodbye, I'm Dr. Merkel. Broadcasting from the McAfee Studios at the Cox Media Group Broadcast Center in downtown Dayton. WHIO Dayton. WHIO FM Pleasant Hill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.